Welcome to Friends Along the Way, a podcast exploring the faith journey of my friends and I. This is your host, Jesse Walker. to another episode of Friends Along the Way. Today is episode 77. That's double portion of perfection. The number seven is uh, prophetic for um, perfection Um, because that was the day that God looked back and got to admire his handiwork as he rested. <clears throat> so it's the perfect number. And now we got both of them. So, but yeah, I hope you guys are doing really well, doing good, had a good week. Um, I am doing pretty good myself. Um, yeah, let's see, let's see. Hmm. Well, little update is I uh I just got home from youth. It was actually a pretty long um pretty long youth night. I didn't leave the youth room till like ten. A bunch of kids are all hanging out and it was a good time. <clears throat> we uh we had just been given a ping pong table by um, the the ping pong club in town, which I did not know even existed until last week when they called me saying, hey, we've got this ping pong table. Not sure if you would look, be interested in stuff like that. I always just say yes, whether or not we have the space or not. So, um our youth room is pretty crammed, and so we really don't have the space. So uh, it's on wheels, so I was able to wheel it outside. So they played it on it outside, and I had a blast on it. Um, right at the end, it got really intense. We were playing doubles, me and one of the youth kids versus one of the ye- leaders in, um, in youth kids, and we were just going crazy. And the ball goes bounces off the table, and I go to swing for it, and I end up hitting like the side of the wall and snapped a paddle right there. And um, I was just telling these people that donated the paddles in the in the table. I was like, you know what? Um, yeah, like I don't want to buy expensive paddles because these kids they're just going to beat the crap out of it. Like they're going to be so rough on it. And I'm telling them about how rough the kids are and how rough they are with the air hockey table. And then here I am, um, the first one to break a paddle. (laughs) So, um, only three other people. Well, actually now more people know, but 
Yep, so I was the first one, so we got that done with, so that's great. So moving on. But yeah, we had a great time on it. Um, so that's, that was really cool, and the people that want to, or the people that donated it, they're like, well, we'd actually love to come and play with the kids. I said, sure, but you're going to have to wait till they get good at it because I have no idea if any of them are any good. And it would be more fun if we did like a cool um, time of playing and you played like some of the best kids and saw like see how that went. So um, see how that goes. Sorry. So we're going to set up a day where they can come and, and challenge the kids or play with the kids. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the um, the days are getting later, earlier. So it's getting darker earlier. So we've had to be creative with doing games for youth. So I've made this light and put it on like this PVC pool that we carry around and we bungee it to stuff and use extension cords and things like that. Um, but that's our source of light when it gets really dark and we got to play some big games and things like that. So we had to hook that up and then hook that up for the ping pong table so we could see it later. And so it worked out. Um, but youth was pretty cool. <clears throat> the, uh, it was smaller numbers today. Um, there was a bunch of people away. And on this trip, it was like a college tour trip for the seniors. So a bunch of kids went on this tour. So we were missing some. And, uh, you know, I, earlier this week, I wanted to preach on the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is fun. But I felt like that was like a really big subject with a lot of questions about uh, the Trinity and everything like that. And I was like, okay, well, I do want to preach on this, but I feel like it might be a series or something like that. So I can't just go right away with it. So... um. I was like, well, what what can I do? And I just felt like I was supposed to read the Psalms. And so I randomly just pick a Psalm and I start reading it. And I was like, no, that's not the one. So I go to the next one and then I found the one. So we were reading um, Psalms 84. I believe I'm just double checking. Psalms 84. Uh, through the Passion Translation. And so I asked three questions. Um, the three questions were like, uh, what stands out to you? Um, how does this make you feel? And, um, shoot, what the heck was the other one? And... And what speaks out, or what speaks to you today, like for today? Um, and so I read the passage four times, and then 
Uh, so the first three times I said, okay, I want you to think about these questions. You can think about, you know, question one the first time and then question two the second time and so on. Or you can do it all like mixed through as I read it. Um, but the fourth time I don't want you to, um, I don't want you to ask these questions. I want you to just sit, reflect, and kind of imagine yourself being in that time, um, being in that Psalm as if like you're the one, um, reading it or speaking it or writing it. Sorry. So, uh, I gave them pens and paper and, um, you know, we went going along with it and it was really cool. Um, I had one lady come, she's, I don't know why she came, but, uh, she was one of the college kid, college tours. Anyways, one of the youth kids' mom. She's shown up twice now with her kid not being there. So we're like, what are you doing here? Um, but after the second time I read it, um, or I think it was during like the first time I was reading it, she's like, um, what psalm are you reading? And I see her on her phone and I'm like, I'm reading Psalms 84. And she's like, Psalm 84? And I'm like, yep. And she's like, um, I don't know about that. And I'm like, I literally have it right in front of me. I'm not sure what you're confused about, especially since this is a listening exercise. So I kind of correct her. Um, <clears throat> So then she put the, her phone away, but she seemed edgy. I'm like, I don't know why you're here. Anyways. Um, and then I had another student later on get up and go and grab a Bible and then come sit down. And I'm like, hey, this is like a listening thing. You got to listen and write down things. Like it's not about like reading what I'm reading. Um, it's about meditating on what you're hearing. And I told the kids, I said before, I was like, you know, when Jesus was alive, like he didn't have a Bible on him. He didn't have the the scrolls. He didn't have somebody carrying around all the scrolls um, of the Old Testament. They they'd studied it and they learned it and they memorized it in like... Um, in like their Torah classes, but they had to memorize it. And, and it begins with like hearing it, they got to hear it. And so, you know, they, they would have people that were just reading the same, same, uh, passage over again so that you could understand it and you can meditate on the word and so that's what I was trying to get these guys to to do is like, don't, this isn't a Bible study. It's 
it's a personal reflection, meditative time that the scripture is going to bring to you. And so this girl pulls out her Bible and I'm like, hey, no, no, no. And she's like, well, I just want to, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, you just need to listen. Just listen and write down what you feel, what you're feeling, what stands out to you, whether it's a verse or an entire sentence or your mood changes while you're doing it. Like, I just, I just need you to listen and, and jot down what you're feeling and experiencing. Um, and so we do that and, and we make it through it. And then they had some brilliant answers. Like I expected, you know, things that stood out to one person and another person, something stood out totally different, or they'd read the same thing and both had totally different aspects of understanding it. And, you know, it's really cool. And then we all talked about it. Um, and so, you know, I think I'm supposed to read it for you guys. So here we go. Psalms 84. And it's from the Passion Translation. So if you're looking at it and be like, um, no, that's not Psalm 84. It is. It's the Passion Translation. All right. <clears throat> God of heaven's armies, you find so much beauty in your people. They're like lovely sanctuaries of your presence. Deep within me are these lovesick longings, desires, and daydreams of living in union with you. When I'm near you, my heart and my soul will sing and worship with my joyful songs of you, my true source and spring of life. O Lord of heaven's armies, My king and my God, even the sparrows and swallows are welcome to build a nest among your altars to raise their young. What pleasure fills those who live every day in your temple, enjoying you as they worship in your presence. Pause in their presence. Pause in his presence. How enriched are they who find their strength in the Lord? Within their hearts are the highways of holiness. Even when their paths wind through dark valley of tears, they dig deep to find a pleasant pool where others find only pain. He gives to them a brook of blessing, filled from the rain of an outpouring. They grow stronger and stronger with every deep, they grow stronger and stronger with every step forward and the God of all gods will appear before them in Zion. Hear my cry, O God of heaven's armies. God of Jacob, listen to my loving prayer. Pause in his presence. God, your wraparound presence is our defense. In your kindness, look upon the faces of your anointed ones. For just one day of intimacy with you is like a thousand days of joy rolled into one. 
I'd rather stand at the threshold in front of the gate, beautiful, ready to go in and worship to my God, than to live my life without you in the most beautiful palace of the wicked. For the Lord God is brighter than the brilliance of a sunrise. Wrapping himself around me like a shield, he is so generous with his gifts and grace and glory. Those who walk along his paths with integrity will never lack one thing they need, for he provides it all. O Lord of heaven's armies, what euphoria fills those who forever trust in you. Yeah, so it's a really good psalm. Like, it's just, you know, it's titled um, Longing for God. And, you know, it's about, like, really being like, oh, like, just pointing out how amazing he is, how much we need him, um, why we need him. And it's, you know, it's a great... It's a great piece of scripture. Just points us to to God constantly and how God makes us feel and how we're secure in him and how um you know even in dark times we can find so much light through him. And so this morning when I was uh going through that and just reading it I ended up getting a text message from my sister who had gotten a text message from my dad saying that my grandpa it was being rushed to the hospital. And, you know, it was one of those strange things where I'm reading this and reading the word and how amazing God is and, and all of that. And then I get a text message that my grandpa's being rushed to the hospital and it's his heart, and, you know, I'm not really, I'm not there, I'm not close by where I could go and visit, I'm far away, and, you know, I had to kind of be tested in this moment and being like, am I going to stand on the truth that God is good even in the times where it's dark, like it said. And, yeah, it's hard to celebrate and and love the Lord and be happy when things are not going well. But yet you look at the Psalms and they speak so much about times or things that are just not going your way, not going great, and yet God still continues to pour out blessing on on the people, on you, um, when you're in the thick of it, and we're able to see it, we're able to recognize that, we're able to comprehend that God is continuing to bless us even in times of trial and times of darkness. And it made me think, I was listening to this uh, um, sermon by Jason Upton, and he's talking about this book that he was reading, and it was about this 
this girl who's who was in the concentration camps during Auschwitz in Auschwitz um and she's this Jewish girl and she's in this camp and God is doing some amazing things. People are getting healed. People are giving their life to the Lord. They're encountering God in a totally different way than they knew him. And she's writing this all down and journaling it. And, um, you know, she was, she said, I need to write this down because people need to know that God was moving even in these dark of times. And, you know, I look at that and be like, wow, that's that's crazy to be able to see that, to be able to um, really stand behind that, that God is moving even in dark times, even in days like this. You know, what's going on in the world right now, um, you know, God is in control. He's moving. He's doing things. Some people think that, you know, He's coming back soon. Some people think it's end of days things, and it's like, well, you look at um, the life of David, and he was saying the same stuff. Like, um, sometimes it's just crap in the world. There's just, it's a crappy situation. Um, but what are we going to do? Are we going to sit and wallow and cry and complain? Or are we going to realize that there's opportunity for blessing, there's opportunity for God to move and God to be with us and move with us? And we need to recognize that. And I think that is why, like tonight, with what I did with uh, the youth, is they were able to recognize that. And it wasn't just one time. It was four times. They got to hear this thing four times um, that they would really start to understand that and walk in that. And, you know, that's my prayer for them, um, that they would truly know that God is for them, even in dark times, even in times of not knowing what's going on. And that's for you guys as well. That uh, we all need a refresher on on trusting the Lord and saying, okay, yeah, I know you got me. Um, sometimes I get scared, and it's okay to be scared. But I know you got me, and you're going to take care of me and provide for me. So... I trust you. I'm turning my trust towards you. So yeah, just a good little reminder for all of you out there. All right, let me pray for you guys. And then, yeah, we'll just see what the Lord has for you guys. So, uh, Lord, I just ask that you would give me an encouraging word for those that are listening. So I'd seen this picture of like a fridge um, 
and the fridge was just like stocked full of food. And so I really felt like this word was for somebody that, you know, you, it could either be a financial thing or, um, you're just learning to trust the Lord and Him providing for you. But I just saw this fridge just like stacked full of food. Plenty and plenty of food. You will not be going hungry. And I felt like the Lord was saying that it's okay for you to to wonder these things, um, but I'm going to show you that I am the provider, that I take care of you. And so I just felt like you guys need to prepare that God is going to bless you. Um, that he's going to show you that he provides. Yeah, it might not be financially. Maybe um, maybe it is, maybe it's not. I feel like a lot of things are always financial, but, you know, I'm, just because we're asking the Lord for, um, hey, God, I need to make more money, can like I'm praying for a raise. Sometimes God is creative and he's like, or I can give you a new business idea or I can introduce you to somebody that will be able to help you do this or that. And so be ready because God is not afraid of showing that he's a provider. And so if that's you, I hope that you receive that. And so, Father, we just release um, this provision over those that are listening. For somebody that's been doubting or they're trying to deal with something that is more specific and learning to trust you in that provision, Father, I ask that you would just blow their mind, that you would just show up and that you would bring a double portion and absolutely, absolutely just blow their mind of how great you are and how great of a provider you are. I received that for myself as well. So, Father, we just release this word uh, to whoever needs it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I hope you enjoyed today's uh, show. And we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Friends Along the Way. Be sure to follow, and we'll catch you on the next one. If you're enjoying this podcast and you're looking for a way to support, you can buy me a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com, punch in my name, Jesse Walker, and there you'll find Friends Along the Way. And you can just buy me a coffee. It's that simple appreciate all your support and all of your listening ears. Talk to you soon.